Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday morning, and we are with the Word of the Lord. That's amazing. I just love the Word of the Lord. I just want to silence this thing. It's making a noise. So, uh, I see there's three people watching. Make yourself known. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I'm just full of coffee, so that's, you know. Okay. But anyway... Welcome to the morning uh, devotion. I want to speak about just exploring the unknown, walking deeper into what we haven't experienced of God. I think the greatest enemy of revival is people thinking that they figured it out. The biggest problem that we have, the biggest problem that we have, something that destroys the hunger in the hearts of people, something that completely eliminates the motivation to, to go and seek for more, to encourage yourself in the Lord, to, to go into the depths of the mystery of God. The greatest problem is people thinking that they've known it. They've reduced it down to, it comes down to this, and they hold down to this thing. Hey, there's much more. You can't take God and put him in a Tupperware bowl and seal him and put him in the fridge. It's, he's, he's not going to fit in there. Okay? So let God be God. Let God blow our minds for a change. Okay? How about we go deeper into the de- deepest depths of the mystery of Christ? How about we, we go into the unknown experiences of the love of Christ? How about we, we look for revelation Asking the Holy Spirit to reveal secret truths and mysteries to us in the Word. Uh, I remember, and uh, we were talking about it this weekend, me and, and the vet. Um, it's like years ago when we went to Prophet Kubis, uh it was just this, well, what is the prophet going to say today? You know, what's the prophet going to say today? And, you know, we would pray. And it's so amazing because he was, he was full-time staff there. So he was there all the time. I was in Potsdam, so so it was it was in two. We were in two different towns, but we had the same the same thing happened to us at the same time. So, for instance, on a Saturday, I mean, I would be off on a Saturday, not doing anything. So I would pray in tongues for the service, for the miracle pool meeting that night, or whatever. So I would pray for the service, and then. Um, I would just pray and pray and pray, pray in tongues, pray in tongues, pray in tongues. And on the way there, on the way to Stillfontein to the church, I would just start talking about the word in the car as, as I was driving along. And there was always people coming with me. So, um, and most of the time, or many times, I would go through scriptures which would, which would be the exact outline of the sermon of that of that evening. So, so I would realize, man, I could hear God. And I would realize I'm really in the same flow of that ministry. I would pray for that service and I would get them the message before it was preached. And to us, that just, that just blew our minds. But obviously, you know, if you knew Prophet Kurbas, my outline would be filled in with many, 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 many more scriptures. So, <laughs> so but the, the point that I want to make is, um, we were always 
hungry and ready for wow what what is the next revelation what is the 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 next mystery being revealed to us and we were just so blessed okay so what i'm just trying to say is there is so much more than you know there's so much more than you know do not lose your wonder for the mysteries in the word do not lose lose your wonder for the mystery which is christ in you okay don't reduce it down to a few lines of what you say the gospel is rather let god uh, speak to you every time this is something that prophet kuba said years ago he said if you if whenever i read bible See, this is because this is the reason I have revelation. It's because I've never read it before. Now, if there's anyone who read it before, it was him. I mean, he he he, he practically lived in the Bible. You know, so day and night he was in the Bible. So, but he said every time he read it, he never read it before. God speak to me, and he was prepared for God to totally change every doctrine every time he read. So, so there was always something fresh coming out. Okay, so I just want to um, start reading in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. And I just want to stir a hunger in your heart to, to go for the mysteries, to go for whatever the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to you. Okay, so verse 17 says, For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that He may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Say, man, I want a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of Him. So I want to go deeper. I want to know the intimacy with Him. I want to, you know, the deep and intimate knowledge of Him. So there's a knowledge that we're after. And the knowledge that we're after is intimacy with Jesus Christ. And it's Him revealing His heart to us in the Scriptures. Alright? So, so the, the, um, the, how can I put it? The, the goal, the aim, is not to make, you know, like they make reductions in the, in the chef's kitchen. Don't make a reduction of the word and simmer it down to something less, you know. Yeah. So, uh, go into everything that the Spirit wants to reveal to you. Okay, verse, verse um, 18. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you. All right. So we've, we've been speaking about hope for a while. So the hope is something in the unseen. It's not something in the future. Just make the distinction. You know you have a hope when you can see something in the unseen. All right. The hope is a present reality. But it is in the unseen. Okay, and if you see them inside the mysteries, the eyes of your understanding flooded with light, so your hearts, your hearts can see. What happens is that uh, you have a hope, and if you have a hope, you have faith. All right, so the hope to which he has called you, and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. So it's time for us to start exploring the inheritance that God has already given us, okay? If you are an heir to a billionaire, okay, and you have inherited maybe $50 billion, and with that comes a, a private island in the Caribbean, and maybe an island off the coast of Africa, and there's a, a, you know, there's a private jet, and there's a few 
big hotels and there's, you know, you've inherited all these things. Don't you think you'd want to see it? You know, if you've inherited a private island and you've got a private jet, you've got a pilot to your disposal, you've got all the best cars and you've got all the everything, don't you think you'd like to see it and experience it? You know, if you've got all that money, you know, in stocks and bonds and you've got everything, don't you think you want to experience some of it? Okay, so he wants to enlighten the eyes of our heart, flooding it with light so that we can know the hope that we have. That is, so that you can know the, the, the depths of the uh, inheritance that you have in the unseen. The moment you can see what's yours in the unseen, it's yours. Okay, and this is a scripture that Prophet Kubis used to preach a lot Deuteronomy 29, verse 29, says the, the secret things belongs to our God. So if it's secret, you don't know it. But the things that are revealed belongs to us and our children forever. Okay? Hello, bless you. So, so the things which, how, how does he give you the things? How will he give you your inheritance? He gives you a revelation. And if you have a revelation, you can see in the unseen. If you can see in the unseen, it's yours. The things that are secret belong to our God, but the things that are, that are revealed belongs to us and our children forever, so that you can do the words of this law. Okay, so we know that we have a better law than they had. We have the law of spirit of life. We have the Holy Ghost himself indwelling our hearts and our innermost being, and he is our inheritance. Don't you think we even have a greater claim on the inheritance than they did? A greater claim on the mysteries than they did. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of us, okay? That can enlighten the, the understanding of our hearts, open up our eyes so that we can know the mysteries and the secrets and so that we can know our inheritance. I think that's just amazing. Okay. So, and so that you can know and understand what is immeasurable, unlimited, and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe, as demonstrating the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. So, one of the things that you will get, that the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to you, is he wants to show you the power. The power with which he raised Jesus from the dead. That power will be revealed inside you. Now, remember, some time ago, I... I, I brought this message on what a revelation really is. Okay? Colossians chapter 125, uh, this trusteeship has been given to me to make the word of God fully known among you. And then he goes on to verse 26 that everybody quotes. It says, The mystery which was kept hidden throughout ages and generations, but is now revealed to the saints, the set-apart ones, which is Christ in us. The hope of glory. So if the word of God is really revealed, if you, if you see a revelation in the word, what will happen? Christ is revealed. So if I reveal the word to you, what's going to happen? Christ is revealed in you. Which means you start experiencing Christ. Which means the eyes of your understanding is enlightened. Which means you get the intimate knowledge of him. You get to explore the depths of the mysteries. You get to see what is this great inheritance that you have among the saints. Okay? And you get to explore the power that God used even to raise Jesus from the dead. Alright, so we need to really delve into the Word, dive into the Word, go as deep as we can. The nice thing is you don't even have to hold your breath, because it will give you life. You just go, okay? So years ago, and uh, 
Michelle and Lynn May also wrote a song about it. Yeah. So years ago, we spoke about this thing of, you know, these, these big whales in the ocean. And God spoke to my friend Marnus Nell in Potsdam. And um, he, he said to him, he's a giant of the deep. Okay, a giant of the deep. So, so know who you are. A giant of the deep. You know, a, a whale can't swim in a goldfish bowl. Can't swim in a swimming pool. Can't swim in a lake. Must swim in a big ocean. Okay, it's too big for all these other things. So don't settle for this containing, this the small container. Because you're only going to grow to be a whale, a giant of the deep, if you really go for the deep. All right? So I love this song. So, Arise from your sleep, O giants of the deep. Jesus, take me deeper. I want to know you. I want to know you. Yeah, oh, what an awesome song. Okay? So, uh, giants of the deep. Go deeper. Okay? I almost said something. Okay. All right. So, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and sitting at his own right hand, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Wow. That is a greater authority than any other. Just think about this, Nick. God has given all authority to Jesus. And he's in you. Okay? God has given all authority to Jesus. Which means there's someone else without any authority. Everyone goes on and on about the legal authority of the devil and blah, 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 blah. He's been stripped of all everything. He's got nothing. All he does is lie and steal people's authority and use it against them. By them believing the lies that they are subject to him. It's nonsense. The devil is disarmed and defeated. No arms, no feet. Okay? And disarmed, no weapon. Okay? So there's no law, no weapon. Disarmed, and he's defeated, he's already been conquered. There's nothing in him that can overcome you. All he's got is a lying tongue. Alright? So when we are delving into the, diving into the word, he's got nothing against us. Nothing. He can manifest lies all he wants. We've got the truth. We just think one thought of the mysteries of Christ and the light drives out legions of demons and devils. You just think one thought and the light just just unbearable to them. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Okay? Okay, MTN wants to call me. Bye-bye. Okay. Right, so... Okay, thank you. Okay, right. Okay. All right. Ephesians chapter 2. Just listen to this. Verse 10. But we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. Okay, you are not who you think you are. I just saw uh, this message I preached years ago pop up on YouTube. You can go and watch it there on your YouTube channel. You, you are not who you think you are. Okay? So, you've been born in you. You've been recreated in Christ Jesus. So, you are a new creation in Christ. You've got the Spirit. Which means you now need to explore your new identity. Explore who and what you are. And it's going to be on purpose. You're not going to have the power if you're not going to go for the mystery. If you're not going to get... Uh, a revelation of who you are in Christ. Okay. We are God's own handiwork, His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, that we may do those good works 
which God predestined and planned before us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life or the Christ life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So he prearranged, made ready, works. It's ready for us to just step in. People fast until they're as skinny as a rake. Okay, people, people pray until they can fall over. But if you're not connected to the Spirit, none of that will help you. Yeah. If, you got, if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, um, revealing things to you, you're just going to lose weight. Okay? But now imagine, with the Holy Spirit, seeking the intimacy with God, fasting and praying. Imagine the power. Okay? So the, the whole point is not in the, the religious activity. People fast and pray so that they can be used of God. No. We fast and pray so that we can have intimacy and fellowship with God. And through intimacy and fellowship, He opens the eyes of our understanding so that we can know our inheritance, so that we can know the mysteries, and so that we can know the power that He used Christ from the dead. So through fellowship and intimacy. So that's why we fast and pray. Okay? So I'm not knocking either of those two things. Okay? But I'm also not telling you that if you don't do that many fasts and that many prayers and that many, then you're not going, hey, it's not a law. But you know, if you're married to someone, maybe you'd like to speak to him sometime. Alright? Alright, so, what I want to do is stir a hunger in your heart. Call it a hunger. Or call it a motivation. I want to motivate you to seek him out. You know, a great motivator to go for the mysteries that is, that is hidden in the Word is to see the mysteries being revealed through someone else. <laughs> and if you've if experienced it, it motivates you to go deeper and, and go for more. Listen, I think most of the church is just so bored. People aren't going for the stuff because people are bored. We are bored to tears of just hearing something that's powerless. The church is bored. The church does not know what is available to us. Okay, so it's time to reveal it. It's time to show. If we can show something of substance, something that, uh, that brings, you know, that, that's authentic, <laughs> the people will stand in lines. People, people will, Psalm 110 says, people will be willing in the day of God's power. So, where's God's power? Oh, it will be revealed to you. So that you can know the power. How will the power come? Through intimate fellowship with Jesus. Okay, don't think you know it all. Don't think you know Him all. Okay, forever you're going to see something new, something better. So, so dive in deep. Okay, there's works recreated. You are recreated for works that's predestined for you so that you can walk in them. Okay. All right. Okay, that's going to take too long. Let's just go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man. I like that. I want mighty power in the inner man. Okay? By the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Yeah, imagine the Holy Spirit indwelling your personality. Oh, it's my personality. Get over it. Holy Ghost, verse 17. May Christ through your faith actually dwell and settle down and abide and make his permanent home 
in your hearts. Do you even understand what that means? Imagine Christ himself making his permanent home in your heart. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints the experience of that love. What is the breadth, length, height, and depth of it? So we need to experience it. We need to explore the length, depth, height, breadth of the love of God. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, may have the richest measure of the divine presence, and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Yee. Imagine you walk in a mall and you just carry so the presence of Jesus. There's someone, you know, you're walking past someone in a wheelchair and they just jump up, you know, on their way to Pep, you know. And, and then they rather on their way to, you know, some more expensive place, just, just after that, you know. So you, you walk and someone is on the way to the bank and you walk just past and you just brush shoulders and suddenly there's a million rand in their bank account, you know, something like that. <laughs> the power. <laughs> you know, or someone gets a heart attack somewhere and you just lay your hands and they're just fine, you know. We've, you know, there's, there's people in our church that do that in malls. That's just incredible. The, the dube is like four people raised from the dead now. That's, that's amazing. You know, everyday stuff, you know, more, you know, okay, raise the dead, go. All right. There's something that we can carry. And that which we carry is a revelation of Christ in us. And that revelation comes through the word. So it's time for us to explore the depths of it, to know him. All right. That you may come practically to experience for yourselves the love of Christ, etc. Now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes and dreams. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus. Hey, God wants to reveal his glory. He says, as... As the Lord lives, the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. And then he says, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. Okay. Right. Revelation chapter 2. Where are we with time? Okay. Revelation chapter 2. <clears throat> Just listen to this. Hear me out. It says, but to the rest of you, verse 24, at the Tyra, who do not hold to this teaching, who have not explored and known the depths of Satan, as they say. I tell you that I do not lay upon you any other burden. Okay. <clears throat> there are so many people in their doctrines exploring the depths of Satan. Oh, yeah, this demon works like this, and this demon works like this, and that demon works like that. Why don't you just explore how the Holy Ghost works? I don't want to know. Now, so, now they sit there and they say, ask the demon, who are you? Okay, so they try to get information from a demon. Do you think it will be true? Yeah. They, they base their doctrines on information they get from demons while speaking to people who sometimes just act like they possessed because of the attention they can get. Not all that I know that there's real stuff. I know. I've seen it also. Listen, if you encounter a demon, Jesus just said, cast it out. 
He didn't say massage it out. He didn't say counsel it out. He said cast it out. Okay? So there's no, there's no talking with the demon. It's just out. One word. Okay? The Bible says Jesus drove him out with a word. So you can even say word and <laughs> it will go out. <laughs> okay? But one word is enough. Out. If you really want to push it, get out. All right? The, the point is to bring Christ to this person. If I bring the word to someone who has a demon, the word needs to find entrance into that person's heart to reveal Christ in him. Okay? So if the word doesn't find entrance into that person's heart, he will never be born again. Okay? So we need Christ in every person. So First Corinthians chapter 2, I want to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So I don't want to know about demons. I don't want to know about Satan. I don't, all I know is he's a liar and he's the father of lies. And he's, you know, he wants to kill people. He's stealing, killing and destroying. Okay? That's all you need to know. Okay? So exploring the depths of Satan through sinful uh, practices or through stupid religious practices, it, it's not going to help you. What you want is to explore the mystery of Christ. What you want is to know the depths of his love. What you want is to know how great is your inheritance that you have in Christ. What you want is what are the works that are predestined for me to, to do. Let me tell you, one of them is to just cast out devils. So, let us, <coughs> sorry, let us have no um, respect let us give no attention to anything of demons. Okay? So, if they come, yes, it's a reality, sure. But then we just say, you can go now. Okay. This one time, I prayed for a guy at a hospital. Okay? And suddenly, he just looked like he wanted to sneeze. He was like, and then he started barking like a Maltese poodle. Like exactly the same. Like Hendrik was on the other side. And he said, like, oh, I wonder we brought a dog here. But it's like exact, exactly the same. So I just started laughing. It was just the most funniest thing. So, so I just, but I, I, you know, I just kind of bit my, my lip. and okay. So I just put my hand and I said, free. And he fell back in his chair. And he was just like, you know, looked around. And then he just got up and left. He went to the, to the bathroom and he came back and sat down again, totally fine, in his right mind. That was just a funny thing. Okay? Sometimes it manifests in weird ways. You know, it's not always foaming at the mouth, but sometimes it is. You know? And we've seen it many times at the Miracle Pool. It's for where you know, people, you know, it's people who are actually devil worshippers came to the service. And you know, they started manifesting in the Miracle Pool. And Prophet Gubbis would just say, hey, stop it. <laughs> Out. <laughs> you know? And that's it. We don't have to explore those things. Okay? So, the time uh, that we have, we need to, to spend it in the direction of knowing Jesus. Alright? So, may you know Him more. May I, my prayer is just that this message will inspire you to just go for God. To really just have a hunger or have a motivation. You can call it whatever you want. It's the same thing. Okay? To have something that moves you closer to Jesus. Something that draws you into knowing Him. 
Okay? So, uh, may you just know him. May you intimately experience him. You know? May you just be, you know, miserable without him. <laughs> so that you can just worship him and pray and, you know, do anything that you can to get closer to him. And may your heart really be strengthened with mighty power in the inner man. May your heart just really burn with the fire of the Holy Ghost. May you just have a, a, a hunger for the word again, a hunger for revelation again like never before. May you realize who you are in Christ. And may you really just find yourself in the mystery of who he is. Colossians chapter 3 verse 3. As far as this world is concerned, you have died and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when he, Christ shall appear, you will appear with him in his glory. Okay, so may you just have that hunger. That's my aim today. <laughs> so be blessed. Uh, let me just greet a few people. Hello, Mar, Rosa, and hello, Janine and Shal. It's good to see you guys. And uh, Satyanant Dumara. Okay, bless you. Um, I, I hope I said it right. I don't. I suppose you are from somewhere in the east, maybe India or Pakistan or somewhere. Bless you, Satyanant. And uh, who else is here? Okay, that's the only people who commented and so on. So bless you and everyone who's watching it at a different time. It's, it's good to to have you there also. So we will see you again tomorrow morning at nine. We love you. Have an awesome day.